Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the Yankees squander a big opportunity, split a four-game series at home against the Baltimore Orioles. Really a series that, even, even though it's two games apiece, was really a disappointment because the Yankees took the first two games. Uh, but then, you know, and it was looking promising the third game, but the bullpen falls apart there. And then the Yankees and Severino, they've got to figure out what's going on with Severino. Absolutely get hammered to a score of 14-1 in the final game there. And it's a point where kind of Falefa, uh, you know, Mr. Utility Man, it's the fourth time this season they've had to use him. And he's a position player to give them an inning just because, you know, this is getting beat so badly. So a lot of problems there in Yankee land. So we'll get into that before we do. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. So if you're not subscribed yet, do that. Get notified. New content comes up for the rest of the season. And you want to stay around, stay tuned by next week. A big episode. Again, can't tell you a little bit of a mystery, but we'll tell you a big guest coming up. So, again, you want to stay around the, the planet of Section 420 Talking Yankees, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, TV, whatever. Stay around the planet. Got a big one coming up for you. So, uh, nevertheless, the Yankees going to have to kind of settle for 2-2 uh, two and two against the Orioles. Uh, again, golden opportunities, a team that the Yankees have been chasing in the standings there. And, really, if they could have taken three out of four there, then you may be looking at, you know, only two behind. Um, in the AL East, there, um, you know, it's still, you still eight, looking up eight about Tampa, and can as the season keeps going along, and you know, just the lack of really consistent hitting, the dreams of an AL East title probably slipping away. So you're at least hoping for those wild card spots, uh, and you're competing with the Orioles to do so. And again, right now, the Orioles came in here, and you look at the games they played at Yankee Stadium and the games they played earlier uh, down in Baltimore. This Baltimore's proven to be the better team right now, so the Yankees got to figure it out, and they got to get figure out what's going on with Severino now. This is Last two starts, he's got absolutely, absolutely hammered. Not just getting beat up a little bit, but like just destroyed. Seven plus runs given up there, and just looks completely lost. Um, I don't know if, with you know, they say, well, you know, he hasn't he hasn't found his slider, he hasn't found the changeup. It's his third pitch. He's just not executing. Whatever the case may be with him, he's completely lost right now. And I don't know how how he had that one game against Texas. Where you know he shut them down for like six innings through like scoreless baseball. Outside that one start, I mean he's been getting destroyed pretty much on a consistent basis lately. So um, you know hopefully they can just use the All Star break to kind of turn him around, get him straightened out because right now he's just completely lost. Now Yankees get a little bit of good news that Carlos Rendon finally, finally is going to make his debut. So that'll be getting the opening game at home against the Cubs. Ironically enough, it's Luis Severino bobblehead doll there, so you want to make sure you go get bobblehead. But more importantly, I think the Yankees is hoping to get Rendon finally out there and, you know, throwing him out there consistently every fifth game. Uh, just kind of get him work, get him some work finally, and then hopefully that this kind of alleviates some other problems in the rotation, which really hasn't been bad. It's just been lately, we've got to say it's Severino. Um, you know, he's kind of been the one that's just completely lost lately. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Now, first game was excitable. You know, it was the uh, the fireworks night at Yankee Stadium, which I gave you my opinion on that. I don't think you need fireworks to draw fans in the Yankee Stadium. It was a big crowd anyway. Kind of a rainy, bit of a windy day there. You know, storm cloud, you know, rain's coming down there. Now, the Yankees fell behind in this one, but it was the long ball that got him back in the game. Uh, both uh, Volpe and Higgy going back to back. And then later in the game, a big three-run home run from Harrison Bader. And the Yankees take an exciting game one, take the win there. And it's just funny, you know, uh, got to give credit to somebody who was wishing another person was. You know, person was like, you know, this is why the Yankees don't play small ball. I mean, they're behind three nothing. Uh, they hit two home runs to get him back into the game, three to two. You know, just an inch close, and then uh, Harrison Bader with a couple runners on hits a three run home run. Uh, you know, to push the Yankees across there. And just again, that's the problem with the Yankees. You know, they hit the home runs, everything's fine. They don't hit the home runs, then it's pulling teeth to, to, to score for them. So they, you know, they take the first game, they figure, all right, good. You know, 
you know, both of them coming in. You chase him, take the first game. The second game is a matinee there. It's the official 4th of July game, so you know it's going to be a 1 o'clock game. And I think he's got on board early in this game as well. Gleyber Torres, two-run home run. Now, he would lay the score in the game. Um, it will stand, hit a, a single up the middle there. Now, Luis Rojas, the third base coach, actually put up the stop sign again. With Gleyber Torres, you know, we've seen him just being a little wacky on the bases in both the defensive make this season, make some bonehead plays. Now, he actually blew through the stop sign, which he shouldn't have done. Now, he did score because the outfielder bobbled the ball a little bit and didn't really hustle to it. So, yeah, you could say it's a good hustle play. But, again, Gleyber Torres technically was wrong there because the coach put up the stop sign, but he blew through it. But I guess when you score there, you know, the, the, the third run of the game, I guess everyone's – I'm sorry, yeah, third run for the Yankees there. I guess, you know, though you look past it, but technically Claybaugh screwed up there. Now the game, the Yankees ended up tacking up some runs later on, and shockingly, Clark Schmidt uh, was able – they gave him – you know, this is now two games in a row. They gave him Clark Schmidt run support, so it's kind of a bizarre thing, something you usually don't see often. So, um, you know, Schmidt now for two games in a row, get, finally get two wins. Again, he's – Pitched really well over the past month or so. It's just haven't been getting much run support previously. Now finally getting some run support. Now getting some wins. Good for him. And then Trevino tacked on a home run later in the game. And now you take the first two and everything's looking good. It's like, wow, you know, you know, this is a team with Chase. And if we could maybe even sweep them, uh, you know, that'd be a big statement. It's a big push for this team. It's the way they've been struggling lately without Judge. Uh, but unfortunately, that was the end of the, the good times at Fortune July holiday week at Yankee Stadium. Now, they had to bring up Randy Vasquez to make his third start of the season. He gave the Yankees everything they ex- uh, needed from him. He got five, um, you know, scoreless innings. But unfortunately, this is the game the Yankee bullpen uh, fell apart. Nick Ramirez, the usually reliable Michael King, even Ian Hamilton, who, uh, you know, since he's been coming back up, it hasn't been too spectacular lately. And Bolton was able to just knock the Yankees' uh, bullpen around late in the game and then take the third game there, which you figure, all right, fine, it's okay. You would even say take three out of four, you would consider that a successful series. But this is the game I mentioned at the top. is Luis Severino was absolutely destroyed early on. Gives it like seven runs, and then they bring in Albert Abreu, who that's usually what you, you know the game's over with him in there. Either you lose him by a lot or you're ahead by a lot. Out when You bring in Albert Abreu, and he's just no better there. And the Yankees just got absolutely pummeled, uh, 14-1. to Baltimore with 20 hits compared to the Yankees' measly six. And it's just a you know bad situation for the Yankees. You normally settle for a split, and maybe if you're on the road, you settle for a split. But this is you know you had the Orioles primed up. Even in that third game, the Yankees were ahead early. Josh Donaldson, of all people, again, just what he does. He doesn't hit, but when he hits, it's home run. So he you know put the Yankees on the board early with a home run. Higgy uh, with an RBI after that, so it's two nothing. Vasquez is pitching well. You figure, all right, you know maybe you could take this one. But of course, reliable people like Michael King and you know Elon Hamilton was who was good early in the season uh, just couldn't hold anything down for the Yankees, and they just completely fell apart. Uh, and that was really the killer there, because you really, again you got a good start by Vasquez, but you know the Yankees squandered it. And it's really, really been gotten three good starts from Vasquez. The first one against San Diego, his only mistake was the home run to Juan Soto, but the Yankees gave him no run support. Pitched well against the Chicago White Sox. The Yankees gave him an entire three runs to work with, but you know that was enough to get him a win there. And now this game, where again he pitched well, but unfortunately the offense uh, wasn't there early for him. And again, the Yankees weren't able to put themselves in a situation where they could then bring in their big guys like Peralta, Holmes, to close the game out there. So, uh, so unfortunately, the Yankees have to settle for a split. And again, these things are looking really bad right now. I mean, just look at, you know, your main two main cogs. Really, it's hurting the Yankees. Again, Stanton and this DJ, and they're just looking terrible right now. You know, Stanton's barely a 200 hitter. This should not be the case. And then DJ just looks all out of whack. And, you know, I, I've said this the past few cup episodes. Look, look, he's just not the machine anymore. We've been kind of waiting for him. He had the hernia, then he had the foot, the cracked toe, and the foot thing. And you know, once he heals up from that, and then he'll, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be DJ LeMayu again. He'll be the machine. It's just 
those days are done. So whether he needs to tweak his swing, like what Aaron Hicks did, and Aaron Hicks coming here as a visiting player, actually hit a home run. There, so I guess, you know, I was off about him, but we'll get into that. You know, this is a whole other conversation. So I don't know if they need to tweak his swing, like what Baltimore did with Aaron Hicks or something like that, but they have to get him right. Otherwise, he's just a, basically a mediocre player. All right, so did good defensively, and he did make a pretty good play uh, in the final game there against Baltimore, but just he's got to hit. And then Stanton, he has to drive the ball. He has to hit home runs. Yeah, little RBI single up the middle to get Glaber in is not going to do much for this team right now with Judge out. So it could be a case as they just, again, DJ and Stanton just might have aged quicker than the Yankees anticipated. And now, you know, the Yankees have got to make some big decisions, you know, coming up in the offseason what to do with these two because they're basically bringing the team down. Again, after this season, I think Glaber is gone. I think the Yankees had enough of him. Uh, and he probably knows it too. That's just why you see them kind of this going through the motions. Yes, he at the end of the day he puts up his stats and home runs, so you can't say he's garbage. But he's not a winning, gritting player. Like gritty players, like all right, guys, get on my back, and I'm going to take you across the finish line. You know, and again, the Yankees got some excitable players. You know, Harrison Bader is excitable. I think Rizzo's more of him. I see him as a slump, not really an age thing with him. And again, overall, he's kind of have a decent season, even though he's just kind of been in the slumps and had that neck injury. Um, Volpe's actually doing, he's been he's been bringing up the average there, so you know it's like, that's excitable there. But the rest of these guys, they seem like they're sluggish. You know, they're, they're kind of like Luke Voigt two point there, where like yes, they got some power to go deep, but not you know the most athletic in the world. And it seems like they're just kind of like down on their luck and beaten down. And there's it's just a bad situation right now. So uh, you just got to hope you know that, that the reigning MVP judge could come back, and that's just you know just see how important he is to this team. And again, he masked a lot of these problems up last season. So he had an incredible season. So DJ not being as good, and Stanton not being as good, and Donaldson being bad, he kind of blanketed that up a little bit. But without Judge now in the lineup, now those guys are in the magnifying glass, and it is not performing. It was kind of the same situation last season, but again, with Judge having an incredible season, they were winning games, and you just you didn't really realize that would be a problem. But now you see the problem with him. Now he's continuing to work his way back. He's he's ruled out surgery in season on the toe, so I guess that's good. Uh, you know, just in terms of he's not going to be out for like a ton of time. Uh, but we don't know how effective he's been. He's doing some of the throws and a little hit, hitting off a tee and, and drills. And again, having this little all-star break is going to be important. I don't think he's made a, a decision yet whether he's going to fly out there or not. He's probably more likely to stay back and just uh, you know, work on the toe and work on rehab, which I think he should do. Uh, so that's, you know, with that. And of course, um, the other big news, you know, yeah, I was going to do a whole episode of Bad, but it's like, eh, why? Obviously, with Cordero, uh, the relief pitcher, unfortunately, suspended for the rest of the season and postseason, if any, for this team. Who knows? It uh, obviously looks like a domestic incident with him, and it's kind of bizarre. It's like domestic abuse, sexual assault, and endangerment of a child. So I don't know what that really entails. I mean, obviously, we remember the Herman situation from a couple of years ago. That seemed more like a domestic dispute situation where, I don't know, maybe threw a slap or a punch at her or something, which, you know, it's not good, but... I don't think there's anything with like sexual assault and children involved. So we don't know what this is all about. And again, I didn't want to do a whole episode to speculate, but unfortunately Cordero done for the rest of the season for the Yankees. And, uh, you know, it was kind of reliable on there. I don't say it's a crushing blow to the Yankees. Not that it should make a difference more or less, but you know, it's worth mentioning now. It's just one less arm the Yankees are going to have. So they're going to have to find a way to through that. Now, short term, they've called up Davey Garcia. You know, he's kind of someone who's kind of been flip-flopping back and forth. Good season, bad, bad season. Should, should he be a starter? Should he be a reliever? Uh, but probably you may see the Yankees make a move around the trade deadline just to bring an arm in here. And let's just see what they do offensively, whether they want to bring more of a stable left field. Because right now, you know, it's kind of been on a rotation. And speaking of left field, 
Uh, Jake Bowers likely headed to the IL. Again, he made a diving uh, catch there, a diving play, and it looks like he bruised his rotator cuff. So he's going to go on the 10 day IL most likely. And then, but of course, with the All Star break, have a few days off. That's not the biggest blow in the world. But again, the Yankees might be looking for a more steady Eddie. Because, uh, you know, you see these Jake Bowers and Billy McKinney. Again, they're nice, cool stories. They get a couple home running in there. Hey, look at that. But they're not everyday players, you know. So the Yankees might need someone more, more stable there in left field. So that's for the Yankees. Uh, disappointing season against the Baltimore Orioles. Judge working his way back from his toe. Jimmy Cordero done. This domestic dispute, whatever problem, violation there where MLB came down. And supposedly the Yankees really had no idea this was happening. I guess MLB did this separately from the Yankee organization, and I guess they informed Cordero, who then, I guess, walked into Boone's office, and then Judge had to talk with him, and whatever, that was that whole situation. So Cubs coming to town, the Yankees are staying afloat. They're eight games over 500, so you can't say they're a bust or just free-falling. Uh, they're kind of hanging around there, but, you know, this would have been a really good to take three out of four or sweep the Baltimore Orioles. So Cubs coming to town, you know, they're flagrant about six games under 500. Nothing special with them. You got Carlos Rendon on the mound finally back tonight. So let's see if that revs the team up a little bit. But, you know, the Yankees really to make up for this should sweep the Cubs. You know, these are these are winnable games against teams that aren't, you know, Cubs aren't that good. And when they get back from the All-Star break, you got the Colorado Rockies, also a team that's way under 500. Again, Yankees got to collect some easy wins here and got to get DJ and got to get Stan hitting there. Uh, maybe that's not going to happen. You know, keep hoping for it. Maybe they just aged quickly and they do. But, again, they got to put up some runs there. So that's the episode. We'll catch you next time. And again, got a big interview, big Guest coming up very shortly, so hang around for Section 420 Talking Yankees Planet, and you'll see who it is. Catch you next time.